0: low energy and five four three two what up y'all welcome to kev on stage here's the thing i'm kev on stage she's
1: <laughs> that she angel baker 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 bow 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, <'cause it's> just- <laughs> <laughs> Welcome
0: to Kev on stage. Here's the thing. I'm Kevin on stage. How many times are you going to say it, Brian? All right. Let me tell y'all okay. why I'm tired, okay? It is 8 a.m. where I am. Last night, I saw Kevin Hart and Chris Rock's Headliners Only Me tour, which is the reason we came to New York. Melissa was part of her 40 for 40, 40 things she wants to do before she turns 40. We'll see a legend in action. We've actually ended up seeing like five or four Mm -hmm. certified legends. We saw Patty and Janet in essence, which wasn't even planned. Uh, We just got free tickets. And then we saw Kevin Hart and Chris Rock. And let me just tell you all real quick before we start, start. Dave Chappelle was the opener. Dave Chappelle told jokes. He didn't do a Ted talk.
1: Yay. He
0: didn't, he didn't attack a certain community for the duration of his set.
1: Yay. He
0: told jokes. That's what we want. Good jokes. Reminded me why I liked him jokes. Uh, oh, shoot. I did meet Donnie McClurkson. I forgot about that. McClurkson. I see him live. We met him, but we ain't seen him perform. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to give it away in case he does it again. I want y'all to see, but he talked about the getting tackled. That was like the premise of the beginning of most of his set.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: he, I was like, okay, that's all we ever wanted. Mm-hmm. If you're going to fight with that community, fight with them through humor. Mm-hmm. Don't don't fight with them, but if you are going to at least attempt, be be making the jokers. Be making the jokers. Right. Uh, Chris Rock was peak 90s form Chris Rock. Chris, Chris Rock was known for, like, Bigger and Blacker it was probably his biggest one, I think. I'm not sure, so don't... I think so. Me, but I think Bigger and Blacker. And his ability to to make political and divisive issues funny and, and talk about every angle, he, he was in shape. He talked about the Will Smith thing, but it wasn't the main basis of his stuff. Uh, and I recommend going to see him. Uh, that was my first time seeing him in person. And I was like, I mean, M- Melissa and I were on the second row on the floor. Okay, ballers. There were some MAGA people, and I can say that honestly because of how they reacted to Chris Rock's jokes. And one of them was so drunk that he, they were threatening to throw him out. So he went to the bathroom and then they were just like, oh yeah, you're not going back to your seat. And okay. they came back and told his wife, yeah, he's not coming back. So they all left. So those four seats in front of us gone. So we we're basically like on the front row watching Chris Rock. Wow. And then Kevin Hart came out. When I tell you Kevin Hart is on his grown little man.
1: Thank God.
0: Funny, Thank God. He came out and he performed like he is still on the rise. You can tell he's been in the lab. You can tell he worked this material. If you've been paying attention, he, he'd been on the road already. He went to all the B and C markets, maybe some D markets, BC C, and D. He went to Bakersfield. I said, boy, you, when I saw him was going to Bakersfield, I said, oh, he he about to this new hour finna be flames. Um, if you would subject yourself to Bakersfield, <laughs> California, to make sure that, the, and that was one of his first stops. He went to El Paso
1: after he subjected us to that last special. That was what was necessary. He is <laughs> in his bag. I'm talking
0: about. Jokes per capita, he was like Manny Pacquiao as far as how many punches he threw. This mm-hmm. Rock tells joke, build up story, joke, build up story, still funny, funny, funny. Mm-hmm. Kevin Hart like Ming,
1: like uh, Mel Mitch did for Keep Your Distance,
0: like Mel Mitch, but for an hour. And me, That's Melissa were curious, like who's gonna come up, who's gonna who's gonna headline the headliners tour, and I was like. Kevin Hart probably should cuz he's the bigger star right now. But then she was like also he might he might let Chris headline cuz uh, out of respect. They were in the right order. Mm-hmm. Cuz black people we won't say this but most of us prefer high energy comedians. We like all types but we like we want to get you hit you in the face. Right? Yeah. He used to say that. If Jerry Seinfeld performed at like an all-black room somewhere, you might not know that he's a legend because his, just his style of, of kind of slow-paced observational humor, the majority of black people would be like, "All right, nigga, make me laugh. I got these bills. I ain't got time to be talking about paper clips." But uh, trust me, you know, if I if I didn't agree, I wouldn't even. I would have just left all this out, you know, because I want to be. I want to work with these people, so I ain't gonna really talk negative. If I didn't like it, y'all know I wouldn't even just. I would not say nothing I would not say nothing Yes,
1: nothing No, I'm glad Kevin that Kevin Hart, is back.
0: He's... I was like, this nigga really has a point to prove. And he is going to prove it. So if you're not sure, you should go. You will be delighted. And the next thing I want to say, and then we'll get into the episode. I left there inspired. Oh. As a comedian, y'all know me, it's either we are doing this and we're doing it at the highest level or we ain't doing it. I ain't going to hold you. I wasn't going to do a traditional stand-up set next year, mainly because I didn't feel like taking the time to make sure it's good with all the other things that I want to do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's always been my dream to play Madison Square Garden, always, since I was, a, you know me, whatever, what's the most iconic in the United States of America, the most iconic place to perform is Madison Square Garden.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Regardless of what kind of act you are, you want to play Madison Square Garden. Towards the end of the last tour, I was burned out. I was tired. I was like, because it was an, it was a year's worth of show in a show for me in six months, and everything else I was doing. I was like, I don't want to do this no more. Not retire, but I was like, I need a break. Mm-hmm. Or when I told you we was at that Madison of the Square and the Garden, eighteen five or so. so how many tickets you got to be able to sell to be up in that Madison Square's Garden?
1: Eighteen thousand five hundred.
0: Eighteen thousand five hundred. And I say, I'm coming back next year i it was like it was just like when i I wanted to move to l a, and it took me to uh have my son get booked on a movie set and uh and then be on set and see like there's little signs in l a angel you know yellow signs that tell you you're nearest set. I'll say you know, it's usually a fake name for the show. So Kevin State Studios. It would say like lilac, something that you would never know what it is. And they used to have those for Little Rascals to make sure you're going to the right direction. Never seen it before in my life. Once I saw it, then I recognized them all over the city. And once I was on set for a month, I was like, oh, this is my dream. Seeing people who are in your craft performing at a high level at the biggest stage in the United States, I was just like, I can do this. And here's the thing. 185 ain't, ain't beyond capabilities because Kevin Hart and Chris Rock only doing like five dates. People came from all over the United States mm-hmm. to the Madison Square Gardens to see that Kevin Hart and that Chris Rock. I got 185 in the United States. I got probably 10,000 of the Patreon alone who uh, Sage Crew core Discord stage crew between the Patreon and the, the core stage crew of those who ain't on the Patreon, they just ain't had it to have both the app and the Patreon. I probably got I probably got ten. And then if I just was like like right now I might be able to do it if I just said this is my one show of the whole United States. I just mm. don't know if I can practice it if I go because I need everybody to know. right do you need to right four thousand you
1: can do it. You have to be like, everybody, get out your calendar. Get out Does your calendar. Day Does this and date work for y'all?
0: It's funny because I put it on Instagram. I said, I want to, would y'all buy tickets? And 18% of the people said no, voted no. I said, why are y'all in there telling the truth of my dream? <laughs> why would y'all do that? Yeah, I, it's am so I'm dreaming.
1: I am so happy that Kevin Hart is back. Kevin Hart, excuse me, was grown, after Grown Little Man, he became my favorite comedian. He shot up to the top. And then, obviously, it makes sense why his stuff wasn't as good as, well, how, for me, his specials started to decrease in what I consider to be, like, funny. And he was doing a lot of work. I'm not, listen, every comedian has, a, well,
0: yes, all right. Yeah.
1: Uh, so I'm glad he back, because I just, I've when I first saw him, I was just like, oh, he's going to be a superstar. And he did. He has an innate
0: ability. It might be his best quality. His jokes don't make anybody feel bad. Mm. Chris Rock, Dave
1: Chappelle. Not a certain group.
0: Yeah, yeah, not a whole group. Chris Rock made fun of uh, Hillary... Trump and Biden equally, all funny. But if you love any of those three for real, you are not like the MAGA person in front of us. <clears throat> he was he was making fun of Hillary. That dude loved it. He didn't switch and talk about Trump. That guy was like... Mm-hmm. And then when he made fun of Biden, pretty much everybody laughed. It was just... <laughs> so anyway, I just think that's his, his greatest quality in the way he writes his jokes. He want everybody, and that's why he's the biggest star. Especially in today's climate where people just don't want to think about race and things like that. He'd be like, tonight we all, let's all make fun of me. I go laugh at me, Kevin. All right. That's that. Dream talk deferred. Episode beginning now. All right. The first thing I want to talk about is... Oh, we're on StreamYard. This, this Hulk Hogan video.
1: You, you, oh my God.
0: Sorry guys, it's Sunday morning, but this is, just listen to this video. Hold, hold. T-
1: listen to this track.
0: The Hulk Hogan sex tape really fucked up my life. It really did. My best friend, Hulk Hogan, lived with me at his lowest point of his life in 2007. He was suicidal. My wife calls me and Hogan's down. He's going through the worst divorce ever and i i just told i said hey heather have a little sexy outfit on and 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 take care of my boy when we get home i did let my wife and my home surveillance system got captivated it as it captivates everything had an employee of mine not steal my in my surveillance uh, only three people to this day would still know about that event and my life wouldn't have been ruined uh, my ex-wife wouldn't be considered a whore, and Hogan wouldn't have 141 million dollars in his pocket.
1: No one is depressed enough for me. First of all, let's, let, there's a lot of things going wrong in here, in my opinion. Obviously, this is this is not unusual behavior for his wife, Heather, okay, because, (laughs) hey, put on a sexy outfit and make, you know, break my boy off something, and there wasn't a, babe, babe, you better be joking or I'm about to slap all your teeth out your mouth, like, (laughs) I don't. You could listen. It doesn't matter how sad you are. Just, oh my God, oh my life. Oh, James, my cat ain't going to be the thing that's going to try to make your day. It just ain't. It's not. I, 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 and then the fact that he's like, that sex tape ruined my life. Your dumbness, your freakiness. You wanted to watch your wife get. Uh, done in okay. get her cheeks clapped by Hulk Hogan if you were like this is the perfect opportunity and it wasn't only four people I mean three people who knew about it your employee knew about it because he was probably talking about it so many so, I mean, so many things from start to finish were just so wrong he's like my wife wouldn't be considered a whore no you considered her a whore that's why you had her sleep with your friend.
0: Did you even know about this before?
1: Absolutely not. I didn't know Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan was a hero. He was a WWF hero. He took this,
0: took this shirt and then smashed that dude's wife. Yeah. He did that. <laughs> and, then, and then he leg dropped into that coochie.
1: He said, that's what he did. Kevin, it's too early to have your balls on the goddamn old screen. Do you want this peed? Yeah, he wasn't doing that. He wasn't hyping up. But he was jacking.
0: I said, so, quick aside, I'm going to come right back. There was this video going viral on TikTok slash Twitter, and it was saying that men are only emotionally available to their homies and they're physically attracted to women and they use this treat this uh example they asked men would you cheat what would you rather do cheat on your girl or snitch on your homie and almost all the dudes in the video said snitch on their homie and per- person made think pieces think videos about how Men really care about how men think. Men, you know, that's more important than women's thoughts, women's feelings. They just physically want to have sex with women. I don't know how true that is for all men. But this man, this man was so concerned about Hulk Hogan's emotional well-being and mental health that he forsook all that is good and right and protecting and he offered up as a living sacrifice. He offered that. If you go back to the, he offered, offered. You know what? Terry, I bet he didn't even call him a hawk. Terry <laughs> Balea, I know you're down. I know you're broke. Here's what I'm going to do I got some coochie brewing in here. <laughs> Got <laughs> some simmering. I got some cooch simmering. Prime had it. He offered it like a steak porterhouse. I mean, the marbling on those lips are just <laughs> ecstatic. All right. <laughs> I want you to go ahead and take her down. Uh.
1: Uh-uh. Uh-huh. And I
0: want you to 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 get your ego back. That guy's a cook. Old.
1: That's exactly what it is. He didn't do it for Hulk. He did that for his own kink. He's like his
0: own kink. Perfect.
1: Perfect. Hulk looks depressed. Throw a little puss at him. (laughs) Throw it his way. Because you know he he went right to that camera, Angel. Yes. He was like, you know, my security uh you know, it caught it as it does everything (laughs) in my house.
0: Because everybody's home security system has a camera that faces their bed,
1: that faces the inside of their home,
0: (laughs) in their bedroom. Okay, not outside, not not in high risk areas. The camera in the master bedroom, just so that's the main. But of course, you know, gotta gotta have that.
1: Listen, I'm so happy that my husband doesn't like people. Because this is not something that I would be, listen, I care about my friends' well-being, and you know what I do? I offer to take them to brunch. I mm-hmm. offer them a glass of wine. <laughs> not the tip my husband's paid. That's not.
0: <laughs> and honestly, Angel, if, if Hulk Hogan was a good, if I'm in my worst, and I lost my everything, because Hogan had lost his family and all this stuff, and I'm at my homie's house, and he's like, kev you can have my wife i'd be like what no, what, no, what? <laughs> no thank you <laughs> no buy me a sex worker I, I don't want sex with your wife there are sex take workers out there subscription take me to amsterdam and to the red light district i ain't got no money for a tip. i don't want your personal wife how you gonna look at her after that how you
1: gonna look at me and I'm sorry, when I'm depressed, I think is the last thing that I'm like, you know what makes make me feel better? Panting and sweating and having to work my lower body harder than what I really want to. Uh, that's exactly. in the cleanup afterwards, uh, that's, that's what you. That would make me feel. That is, I want to eat my feelings. If you want to make me feel better, Have a chef come cook me something with shrimp in it. It's got the cheese base, huh? Got a cream base. Have me a nice cocktail with the little bubble on it that I just discovered. Oh
0: my God. First, before we talk about that, this is hilarious.
1: Waguchi. Yeah.
0: Waguchi. I want this to become a stage crew thing. Now, you already got that Wagyuchi. You only you would have to have seen this episode to understand what Wagyuchi is. Boy, mm-hmm. yeah, that Wagyuchi on some flown over from Japan. Uh-oh. That's what I was going to say. Angel, that drink bringing out the four, five-year-old sense of wonder in you, you said... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've had it every night because of it. <laughs>
0: The second time, you being just as excited?
1: (sighs) The fifth time, too. (laughs) Literally every night, I have gone down there and been like, y'all, this is, I'm going to make a TikTok out of it. I recorded it. The bar is usually barely anybody's down there. It's like maybe it's at the hotel. It's like one or two people down there. So I had, My glass from Wednesday and my glass from Thursday were in my room. So I said, I'm going to take it down, and I'm going to get my nightcap for the night. So I had already, because I had been in skate rehearsal, I was exhausted. I had taken my shower. I was in my uh, PJs. So I was like, let me take this down here. I get down there. There's like 40 people in the bar. Mm. And I am in my pajamas. (laughs) I'm in literal (laughs) Hey, mom, what you getting from the fridge? Ah, Just a bottle of water. That's what I look like in that bar. And do you think I turned around? Nope. I just was in there like, if I could have the bubble drink, I would (laughs) love that. (laughs) But that's what I want if I am depressed. I want a bubble drink. I want your husband's dick. I'd be like, "What? What is this? This is not. I'm still gonna be broke after this." Ugh.
0: I think I'll break me out of it. not not my wife's my homeboy's wife. I don't know. I eat my feelings too. I eat all of them though, not just my sad feelings. I me have too. celebration. Celebration food as well. That's the problem. If it was only when I was sad, it'd probably be okay. Yeah. But either way, oh my God, I missed another audition. I guess I got to stop by Chick-fil-A and get the peach milkshake and <laughs> then also number one and eight count. Oh my God, I booked the audition. Guess I got to stop by Chick-fil-A and get
1: the number one plus eight, eight I'm like, oh, I'm working. I'm working. Cocktail, please. <laughs> <laughs> Chips and salsa with guac on the side. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sore. I need a cocktail. I'm so- just ah <laughs> oh, the tension. Cocktail. Yeah. A good a either good food, but I can't get good food at this hotel. There's no room service. Or cocktail. I'm gonna eat and them. They candles. have a bar but no room service? Well, you can't even get I mean you can't get the the, the drink up here unless you go down there and get it too. So yeah, no going
0: down there in your pajamas and then saw the people and you was like yeah, I, mean, let me,
1: let me, let me I think there was a, a couple on a date. This is how like people, grown people in grown-up clothes was downstairs. And I was down there just looking like it was movie night with the kids upstairs.
0: <laughs> Did you sit at the bar?
1: I stood at the bar.
0: In your pajamas. Yeah. Did you have a bonnet on?
1: I had luckily had taken it off right before I went downstairs.
0: Monique is proud of you.
1: I don't care. No. All oh, right. Speaking of Monique, you want to jump her to her? She's on it. We there. might as well. We might as well. Monique
0: got. Uh, she got a. Is it Netflix? She got a Netflix special really? coming.
1: She got. <sighs> did, she, did you see the video? You want to put up her video?
0: <sighs> I did. Let me see if I can find it. I don't have the video well, in the thing.
1: Finally, this is what I've been wanting to have Monique in the docket about. Yes, this This is what I have been wanting. You found the video? Mm, oh, no, no, somebody oh, just texted me, Usher Skating, and asked me if that was me. I wish,
0: hilarious!
1: People who can skate well.
0: She said, Hello, my babies. Uh, she said, I'm home, which is interesting. Uh, but anyway, long story short, she got a movie coming out with Lee Daniels on Netflix, and she got a special coming. To Netflix, which tells me the money had to be right for her because she wasn't uh <clears throat> she wasn't gonna take the uh low ball offer.
1: I found it. Hold on.
0: You know what? It. Let me tell you what, I hope this special is the best thing she's ever done in her life. I hope this special is her magnum opus. It would just be great for her to have the. Best special of her life right now.
1: Why I feel elderly? How I send you the link to this? Where is it? On Twitter, it's inside the uh, the article.
0: Oh, it is okay. I can yeah,
1: it. It. it's inside the article. <laughs> I feel real old okay. right now. I couldn't find the article. Oh, is there? It is there. It is. <laughs> There it is. I haven't sent somebody uh, something from Twitter ever. <laughs> ever.
0: Where'd you you sent it to me? I texted it to you. If you would like to hear more of our bonus episodes, make sure to subscribe to our Patreon for the live aspect and the community that you're missing out on or the Kevin On Stage Studios app for just the straight bonus episodes. Boy, you're missing out with just this little stuff. <laughs>
1: Another bang of fire Here's another one. Here's another bang of fire Here's another one. Uh, uh, uh. Here's another bang of fire. Here's another uh, bang of fire. With my boy Kevin stays, and thing in that chick angel.